Okay, a Freyla Khan Hanukkah, an era of um, Parshas Vayeshev. So I'm going to try to say over um, a little bit of what I heard from Rabbi Schuster, who's the Mashkiach Meyeshiva at Chappelle's. And I have two jokes, too. I don't really have jokes, but I heard two funny jokes this week, um, which hopefully you'll appreciate. So one joke is, uh, what is... Probably not, not just because I like jokes, but I think the Gemara says, Abayi, maybe Rava. He used to always start his shear with a joke, so I feel like this Makayim, that kind of... Uh, that tradition. So one joke is, um, I can say it right. What is a, what's the definition of a relaxed Jew? So I heard this from Rabbi Breidowitz. The definition of a relaxed Jew is, I daven mincha and I'm milcha. So I don't think I need, if I had to explain it, then if you, if you, if you, hopefully you'll find it funny. Okay. The second, the second was from my Rabbi Khan in this year this week, Rabbi Ari Khan said, uh, asked, uh, what's the, per- why did, it's, uh, why did Shimon and Levi have to give Vrismila to, um, to Chamor, I forget who it is, the Hivi, whoever, whoever he gave Vrismila to before the, he killed them. So he said, it's kind of like a Zionist joke. He said, if you give them Vrismila, then they're Jews. So then when you come wipe them out, so then they, you know, no one will care because it's, you know, if you kill, the United Nations doesn't really care if you kill a bunch of Jews. So that's why I did it. Okay, that's the, the joke. Okay, fine. Okay, so um, Rabbi Schuster, I'm just going to try to say over it, it, it. There is a little bit. There's somewhat of a flow to it. Some of it's just a little, little, a lot of good, little great little vorts. The first one he says is Rashi, the famous Rashi that um, explains that Yosef, when he gets he gets sold, and then he's in the cart being taken down to Mitzrayim, he realizes there's some nice smells in the cart, and uh, and normally they would carry like they would be carrying smelly things. Yishmaelim down to Mitzrayim, so he he saw that as like Hashem. Uh, in, intervening and he's like he, he put a smile on his face whatever so Rabbi Schuster asked what well, like you know <laughs> what, what are you talking about like, the worst day of his life he's like his brothers tried to kill him they throw him in a pit and they sell him to he's a slave so, so so it's very nice he has a nice smell he gave the example just to make it more like practical for us imagine like you know your brothers tried to kill you they kidnap you they throw in, they, then they sell you to guys they throw you in the car you're in the back seat of the you're in the trunk of some car and barely can breathe and then you're like you can smell like the pine scent of the of the car you know from the from the car fresh air freshener you can smell that you're like what kind of, what, kind of, what is that about so he said no see he said i forget who he said it in the name of you have to think of it like this you're having a terrible day think lots of terrible things are happening you get a phone the phone rings you answer the phone and, and another and the line you hear, this is Hashem, I love you, I know exactly what's happening, there's a plan involved, everything's going to be okay, I love you so much, click. So it doesn't take away the negative things that are happening to you, however, it does uh, reframe the context of your, of your troubles. Okay, that's one thing. The next one he said over from the Slonimer dynasty, he said over... It says about Yosef that she grabbed that that um, Aisha's Potiphar grabbed him by big duh, by his uh, by his uh, clothing, and he 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 noted that big duh is the Lushan bogade. Bogade is the word for clothing. One of the words for clothing is the same word for traitor, and he didn't point this out, but it's I think I've seen it somewhere else that bogade is base gimel dalid, and it's basically there's no aleph meaning. The, the idea, the, the true rebellion is against Hashem, who is Aleph, who is one. And almost the most, the most Pashid uh, Bagida would be just starting from once, you know, two, three, four, and anything above that. But it's even the, the most basic Bagida is anything above, anything that's not not recognizing unity is base Gimel Dalla, two, three, four. So that's why, that's why Big Dalla. Anyway, so he says that 
the the, 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 the potifar here is a muscle for this, this the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara grabs us by our big dub, by our by our treachery, by our negative um, traits. By the times that we, you know, he he gets us by our negativity. He says, "Oh, look what this look at this thing you didn't do. Look at that thing you didn't do." So what did Joseph do? What do you do when the Yitzhahara grabs you and starts telling you, giving you a lot of negative information about yourself and how you not you didn't do this, you didn't do that? So he says he says he left he he left it bad law he left it in her hands, which means sometimes when the Yitzhahara comes to you telling you the negative things that you're doing, you have to just leave those things in in the Yitzhahara's hands, um, and you have to just turn away from them. He also pointed out too that it says she says lie with me, Shikhba. You mean lie with me means she what she was saying to him is give up. The Yitzhar is gonna do the way the Yitzhar gets you to give up is by saying, Look at the bad things you do, you might as well give up. And what you have to do is you have to just run away and leave that in her hands. Okay, fine. Okay, so then he asked the next question is it says Yaakov appeared in the window. And then the and, 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 and when Yosef during this time when he was at the, the at Aisha's Potiphar's house, whatever and the way he was able to like uh, he was able to overcome uh, the sin was he saw Yaakov in the window, and uh, he also heard a message that, he, that you, if you if you mess this up you're not going to be on the Ur in Vitumim. So he brought down I guess from Abraham Shor is the son of Gedalia Shor. He's quoting the Rabbi Yonason Ibishitz. He says that when the window like we always take the window for granted like it's a screen. But they didn't have screens then. She said, no, the window really means that she saw in her in his astrology. She saw in another dimension that they were supposed to be together. And we, I think, Chazal say somewhere else that what ended up happening is Joseph actually married uh, her daughter, and therefore, in a certain sense, she was right. Um, he said. So he says this answers another question too about the window because it says earlier in the in the in, in Bereshis that Avimelech saw Yitzchak and Rivka misachek in the chalon in the window. So he's like, first of all, as <laughs> you know, we we know that uh, you know the whole uh, the Bilam saw that the Jewish people are sneas, and they didn't, they didn't have window shades like Yitzchak and Rivka didn't know they could close the window shades. They didn't know to be sneas. No, he says when when she when it says that Avimelech saw in the window, it's the same thing. He didn't actually see them in the window. He saw through like astrology. He saw through um, through some kind of intuitive ancient black arts that they were being together. Okay, fine. So what was she saying to him? What was Aisha Potiphar saying? She was going to say, she was basically saying to him, look, this is going to happen. I see it in the window. I see it in astrology. And it says that, she, that he ran out hachutza. She thought he went outside. It's the same Lushan that's used in the Bris Ben Abbasarim when it says that Hashem took Avram Avinu hachutza outside of all, basically outside of reality and showed him the mazel, how the mazel works. And she showed him the Ein Mazel Yisrael, that things can, that, uh, the things can happen that you wouldn't understand. Like he's going to have a, he's going to be 99 years old so he'll have a baby. And, um, and the, the Urim Vitumim issue is, the Urim Vitumim is direct communication to Hashem, which is in contrast to the Yavanim. The Yavanim don't really believe there's anything outside of the natural patterns of the world, right? And he brought down the, the, the gematria, I guess, that Yavan is the same gematria as Galgal, as a wheel. I mean, the Yavanim think there's nothing outside of reality. There's just reality. There's no plan above. He also brought down, I guess, from Rav Moshe Shapiro, from the Shla, not from the Shla, from Maharal, I think, the Lushan of Ko, it says in the Lushan, I forget where, he says in the Parsha, it says, in that Parsha, it says the Lushan Ko. Like, this is what it's going to be. So he says that Kohen, Kof Hei is, is 25, and Nun is 50. So Kohen is Ko, like this is the Nun of the Kohen. That the Nun it represents 50, which, is, which is represents the above 7 by 7, which is above. And that's what the Kohen is supposed to do, is to point Ko, like this, is the Kohen pointing above, that things are from, from above. 
also I heard from the Merhal too, the Kohen is 75 too, which is halfway between 7 and 8, because the Kohanim are the Shlichas between us and Hashem. So he brings down that the, so that's the difference, between that connects to the Hanukkah, that the, the, that the, that the Yavani believe in fate, that everything's inside the world, and there's, and there's the Galgal, and us, is that we see that the, the Ner Hanukkah is, that's why the Ner Hanukkah is in the window in a certain sense, to tell us a, a fuke that, meaning the Ner Hanukkah is in the window teaching not like the window. I mean, the window, which is the astrology, we can actually be outside of that. And uh, for us today, there's not astrology, like you look in the newspapers and you're a Gemini and this, but we have today our own astrology for us, Rabbi, Rabbi Schuster wanted to suggest, is that there's trends, there's surveys, there's artificial intelligence, like everything can be basically predicted. We have enough information, we have a supercomputer, we can predict what's happened. And he, he connected that to the idea that the Jews and the Torah, Torah Jews, have been predicted many times that, the, you know, once the, you know, the state of Israel, there's going to be like, there's like 50 yeshiva bachim, they figure don't let them in the army because they're going to be, there's going to be no yeshiva bachim. Once the internet comes and the will ghetto, there'll be no, no more, you know, there'll be no more Jews, there'll be no more Torah, but we keep, over, we keep overcoming that. Because we're in Masli Israel, the Jewish people are eternal. Two other things. So he says, I think the Svasana says, the Lashen that the Yosef said two things when he refused. said, the Lashen, the Pasuk says he refused via Ma'ain. And then he said, then he gives a whole reason because my master and because I can't sin against Hashem. He says, That's, this is, a, this is a, a template for how we deal with the Yitzhar. First thing, when somebody comes to you to do an Avera and you have a sense it's wrong, you know it's wrong. You just, first you say no. Ah, you don't know what the reason is. First you have to refuse. And then you can come to say why. And the last thing he said was, What's the pshat in, in Yosef is saying over, there's a midrash, I guess. The midrash says that Yosef says, says, says over to Beishish Potiphar, when he, said, he, he says, hey, how can I sin with you? My, my, my great-grandfather, my grandfather Yitzchak was a sacrifice, and my father Abraham was a prophet, and he's giving this whole drasha to him. Like, she's like, but it's just, this is like Eishish Potiphar. He was giving this, what is this whole, like, he drasha, like, he's giving like a shiva bachar. He's giving a drasha to her about Nevi'im and about sacrifices and about holy things. Like, she's, a, she's a, this lady in Mitzrayim. Why, why doesn't he just, she just say, like, you know, something that in her own language she'll understand? So he said that the, the Mishil Shisharim says, I think in the, in the introduction, he says, the only way to beat the Yetzirah was, is, he says, Lashon of Hashkatha Gadola. Sometimes you have to go, you've got to go high. When the Yetzirah comes to you, you can't just be like, you can't try to, wiggle in and say, well, you know, once you, once you get in, involved with the Yetzirah in the, in the minutia, no. Sometimes when the Yetzirah comes to you or something, you have to go above, you have to go high. You have to go with the Hashkaf Kedola. That there's a Klai Yisrael and that I have a Neshama and I'm connected to Hashem and you go, you got to go take the high road. And that's the way to beat the Yetzirah. You can't start quibbling with details. Okay. So hopefully that was understandable and maybe meaningful for you or hopeful. I enjoyed saying it over and I love Rabbi Schuster too. So hopefully uh, you'll gain something from that and the Torah should be spread and uh, beautified throughout the world to have a happy Hanukkah and uh, Freilich and Hanukkah and a great Shabbos.